welcome one and all to another edition of the Good Man's Radio Show with me, your host, Lemmy X Goodman, here to dig up those musical archaeological buried gems by saying lots of who R's and stone the crows in the process. Glad to say no one else seems to have gone to the other side in the last few weeks, so no obituary mentions. Yay, I hear you say. Well, lots to play, so let's crack on. Got some requests, as well as a few I meant to shoe on in the last show. So, in this episode, we have two from Jeff Beck, 13th Floor Elevators, David Crosby and the Amboy Dukes, as well as the usual, unusual assortment. Let us commence then uh, with the new breed and want to add reader.
Another rather lovely bass line, I thought. Uh, that was the Spencer Davis group with Short Change, released on 7-inch only for United Artists in 1968, and a slight departure from their Stevie Winwood era musical escapades, I feel, which was no bad thing. Right, um, haven't played any small faces for a while, so here's a track from their first compilation album called From the Beginning, which was released by Don Arden for Decca in 1967 after the Small Faces had jumped ship to immediate records. It contains their hits and also some previously unreleased material or earlier demo versions. It was also expanded upon by a deluxe version released in 2012, I believe, uh, which is well worth the purchase price of anyone's money. Anyway, here's a track called Understanding. We're 
that was Beef Eaters, uh, the Danish group, with Night Flight taken from their 1967 self-titled debut for Sonnet. Highly recommended listen if you get a chance to purchase it. Uh, request time now, and it's always a pleasure to oblige Malcolm Hickman, wherever you may be. Here's the first of the 13th floor elevators for you, uh, with the track She Lives in a Time of Her Own taken from East and Everywhere. Enjoy, my friend.
There you go with the little Jefferson airplane, somebody else we haven't heard for a while, and the track She Has Funny Cars taken from their second 1967 album Surrealistic Pillow, uh, the first album for both Grace Slick and drummer Spencer Dryden. I've recently managed to get me a new copy as I lost my original one and was just reminding myself how good it was, hence the play. Okay, onwards and sidewards then, uh, with the track I Just Can't Keep and Crying by Levy Campmoan. Another new one on me. They hailed from Berkshire and had played the likes of the Air Marquis and Crawdaddy, as well as touring extensively with Chicken Shack and Canned Heat, to name but a few. Despite record company interests, though, they couldn't secure a deal, so they decided to release their own album, recorded at Virgin Sound in Windsor. They put down eight tracks, and due to no record company input, the results were a little raw and underproduced, but very exciting. Initially a private press in, um, in 1969, it was fetching hundreds on the open marketplace. It's since been released on CD by Audio Archives in 1993 with two added live tracks recorded from Peacock Farm where they all communed. Anyway, enjoy. <laughs> Yeah. 
Scandinavia's first prog rock band now with Burning Red Ivanhoe who formed in 1967 and I played on an earlier show. I have to admit to not as yet owning an album but this track is called Jingle Jangle Man and was on a three CD compilation called Living on the Hill. It never appeared on an official album release anyway and I believe it was recorded in 1969 as was their first debut album. Uh, so it could have been an outtake but it's still worthy of a listen I think. See if you agree.
hearts Beware the time is running out Love each other, don't get tough The world is jumping at the trough It tries to remove all what we fear By changing things far and near It's building up and it's tearing down All we see is this lizard crown It comes to us from far of land Shy from his jingle jangle hand He opens our prisons with loving care But we try to kick him to death
purchased a three CD compilation last week. I know, another one. Anyway, it was called Across the Great Divide, which is when rock got influenced by Americana and became countryfied. It's not bad if you like that sort of thing. I did find a few of the tracks were just plain country, which uh, really isn't me. However, while searching through, I did find this track called It's a Way to Pass the Time by High Broom, which weirdly, I was only mentioning in the previous show due to playing the Good Thing Brigade, who eventually changed to Jason Crest and then to High Broom in 1970. I have a Jason Crest track lined up um, in the show shortly, so I thought it would be of interest to include this, so you kind of have the whole picture. Aren't I good to you? episode then for the late David Crosby who recently crossed his own great divide. Uh, this is a track called Laughing, taken from his 1970 debut solo album entitled If I Could Only Remember My Name. It was hardly a solo affair though, as Crosby was grief stricken at the time by the sudden death of his girlfriend in 1969, so he holed up in this studio doing large quantities of pharmaceuticals while creating music 
and he was joined by many of his contemporaries, including Graham Nash, Jerry Garcia, Jack Cassidy and Joni Mitchell, to name only a few. They all helped him through this period and contributed or played on the whole album. On this track alone, you had Bill Kreutzmann, the Grateful Dead's drummer, and Graham Nash and Joni Mitchell on vocals. All this said, though, you never lose sight that it's still a David Crosby album with thoughtful lyrics and great harmonies.
Wonderful stuff. More from Davy Crosby in a little while. Some Canadian psych for you all now with the Ugly Ducklings and their 1967 7-inch for Yorksville records called I Know What To Say. Not sure if I've played them before, but this track does sound different to anything else they did. Still good though, so enjoy. Oh, she 
soup with the b-side of their only seven inch cut for parlophone called which dreamed it i played the truly wonderful a-side jabberwock on an earlier show this great one-off was the brainchild of counterculture celebrity sam hutt who for reasons known only to himself changed his name to hank wangford after meeting Graham parsons and the rest as they say is history uh, this is ray brown and moonstone now with start of a new day
Another artist I've never heard of time, and there are plenty, I'm glad to say. It keeps me looking, or I'm blissfully ignorant, depending on said artist. Anyway, I digress. Here's Duncan Brown, who was a singer-songwriter in the late 60s and early 70s, and released a few singles and an album or two. His biggest hit was a track called Journey in 1972, but he penned this interesting track in 1973, released as a 7-inch only called Send Me The Bill For Your Friendship, which I really like. I know he uh, went on to be part of the band Metro in 1976 to 1980, but I may try and get some of his early works for a listen. Anyway, I hope you like it as much as I do.
Let's rock it up now a little. Bring in the cowbell, folks. We'll start with the one-off single band Smokestack Crumble, who consisted of ex-Tinton Abbey vocalist Dave McTavish, soon-to-be Roxy Music's drummer Paul Thompson, and soon-to-be Geordie's guitarist Vic Malcolm. They released this very good oddity in 1971 called Got A Bad Leg, that was even produced by Keith Ralph. But then they uh, folded and went on to other things, weirdly. Pity, as this shows a lot of promise. next track never saw the light of day until last year but it was recorded in 1973 i think by a short-lived band rosie who had an english german glam band they only lasted 12 months and due to living the fall on rock and roll lifestyle couldn't get a record deal either nor any airplay for this signature tune called rosie's coming to town due to the lyrical content 
It does remind me somewhat of the New York Dolls, but I do like its dirty and punchy feel though.
was Pete Brown and Piblocto. Her would live in life backwards, released on Harvest in 1969 as a single only. Piblocto was his new band after being unceremoniously thrown out of his previous band, Pete Brown and the Battered Ornaments. I only own a few tracks at present, but I think I'll try and track down some more, as he was an interesting guy, who amongst other things wrote most of Cream's big hits for Jack Bruce, and I really like that last track. Time for some British eccentricity now, I feel, with the delightful Vivian Stanchel's Gargantuan Chums, and the track Suspicion. Enjoy! I'm still not certain that you love me Every time you hold me I'm still not certain that you care Though you keep on saying you really, really, really love me Do you say the same words to someone else when I'm not there?
and I was asked to play some more of the Amboy Dukes and who am I to say no? So here's the first one of this episode and I do love the title which is Why is a carrot more orange than an orange? If anybody knows the answer please put it on a postcard but it's taken from their 1968 second album for mainstream records called Journey to the Centre of the Mind.
as I said I'd play some Jason Crest, there you go, with the track Good Times Bad Lines, which was released a few years back on the Complete Works album A Place in the Sun. They'd released about five singles officially for Phillips, and none had done well, weirdly, so Phillips were dropping them and the band went their separate ways, with vocalist Terry Clark joining Orangutan, whose debut rock album is fantastic, and I've played one of the tracks on an earlier show, I think. The rest of the band obviously went off to be high broom, as you know, although at the end of 1971, they'd all come back together to form early rock outfit Holy Mackerel, which I have the album and may sneak some tracks in on future shows. Good Times Bad Lines has a great driving bass rhythm, uh, I feel, and I think it was a part of a newly discovered radio session they did. It's strange as Jason Crestor thought of very highly in the circle, so I don't know why they had such bad luck at the time. Anyway, moving on with the first of this episode for the Jeff Beck Group now, with the track New Ways Train Train, taken from their second 1971 album called Rough and Ready. Some new ways, my friends. 
another new band time. This is the Paper Garden, uh, who were big on the northeast US coast around 1968, but only recorded one album, a self-titled debut released in 1969, but due to no major label input, promotional single release, it sank without a trace, sadly. It was finally re-released in 1986 on Antar, and has since had various pressings, including by Sunday's records, so it's readily available. Here's the track I hide for your listening pleasure. Traffic jam, straight up ahead. You're just 
Well, that was a little obvious as a choice for me, perhaps, but I rarely play any Hendrix, and I do love that track. That was Crosstown Traffic, of course, from Electric Ladyland. And here's the Canterbury Fair now, with the B-side of that only 7-inch release in 1968 on Koala Records called Song on a May Morning.
identity with their previously unreleased 1967 recording called Just Out of Reach, which I have on a box set called How's the Air Up There, and I can't find any info on them. Even the booklet says the following, an appropriately named group, as no one can remember who they were or where they came from. Well, all I can find out is they came from Hawke's Bay in New Zealand, but no other info. On the off chance that anybody knows any more, please message me the info as it's a great track. Second now then for the 13th floor elevators and their epic track Slip Inside This House, also been Eastered Everywhere, which was the longest track they ever recorded. Never performed live though, as Rocky Erickson could never remember the words, which were penned by Tommy Horn to outline the whole band's philosophy on their psychedelic mescaline fueled spiritual journey. I love it, and I hope you do too.
always feels like putting Milton's Paradise Lost to music listening to that. Great stuff though. Right, the Vagrants now for you with their second 1966 single for Vanguard called I Can't Make a Friend. It's Jeff Beck again now with the second of the tributes, this time with his classic track Beck's Bolero taken from his seminal solo debut release on Epic in 1968 called Truth.
was the track Seferin by Curtis Muldoon, who released a debut on Purple Records in 1971. The band was made up of Clive Muldoon and Dave Curtis, who were originally named Bodast, who also featured Steve Howe on guitar, and had recorded an album produced by Keith West of Tomorrow, but never released. Their self-titled debut also featured Howe as well as Tony Ashton and members of Mighty Baby, Apparently, the song Seferin was picked up in the 90s by a chap called William Morbit and Madonna and was reworked into Ray of Light. Small world, eh? And in all fairness to Madge, I prefer the original. This is Jake Holmes now with I Think I'm Being Had. I've been adding one one again And it's coming up to three You've been having fun again But it hasn't been with me You've got that smile you wear When you've been out with someone 
someone doing something outrageously bad. Think I'm being had. Think I'm being had. I've been adding up the score again, and it looks like I lost. You've been going out the back door again. I've been double-crossed You've got that eye You've got something better going Somewhere else look That drives me decidedly mad Think I'm being had Think I'm being had Y'all being much too nice to me Just a little bit too But you're skulking around behind my back In those stocking feet I've been watching very carefully I've been peeling my eyes So when you're no longer there with me It'll be no surprise And now you know that I know Seen it all, there's nothing left to add Think I'm being had Think I'm being had Think I'm being had Think I'm being had Time for two more then folks before we land Always goes so quick when you're having fun I feel Here's the second then uh, for the Amboy Dukes now with the track Psalms of Aftermath which is taken from their self-titled debut for mainstream records released in 1967. Enjoy. Out of the darkness came the
Now the time of man is used as past tense Destroyed by its maker or its own lack of sense Psalms of Aftermath Aftermath Here we are then, you lovely people, you. At the end of another great trip through the time tunnel love bubble of musical joy with the Goodman's Radio Show. Sure hope you've enjoyed it as much as I. If you have any comments, suggestions or just want to chat, you can message me at my podcast host site www.podomatic.com forward slash podcast forward slash info 18264 where you can listen, download or if you're really nice, share the show and leave comments of course. Or you can find me at www.facebook.com forward slash the Goodman's Radio Show podcast where you can chat, post tunes, leave suggestions, etc. I'll leave you now, if I may, with one more from the late David Crosby with the track Traction in the Rain. Until the next trip, folks. The 
dove's lady was the call Or maybe it was the olive branch she held in her claws Or maybe he could see they were in love For me to find a way To get through another city day Without thinking about Getting out